Again, good evening and uh, welcome to midweek. It's, uh, it's good to see you all. I want to start off tonight by simply asking how we're doing. I'm very thankful for everyone that tuned in last night uh, to just pray together. Uh, I believe we had about 74 people just tune in on very no short notice. I know many of you wanted to attend but couldn't uh, because of the short notice, but I'm very thankful that uh, a lot of you tuned in last night just to pray together. Uh, and, I, and I know without a doubt that God had our cries and he had our prayers. Yesterday's events changed what I was gonna be talking about tonight. Originally, I was planning on continuing where I left off on Sunday, talking about our potential as children of God, as people created in God's image. But uh, because of what happened yesterday, uh, I'm gonna do something different tonight. And then I'm gonna break out into uh, little prayer groups uh, tonight. But I wanted to say one or two things. First of all, I wanna say, I'm sure you've heard on the news that the, the shooter is now in custody and I thank God for that. Um, just last week, uh, I was having lunch with uh, a brother and this gentleman, and uh, he was asking me and saying he doesn't understand why there is so much evil in the world, that if there is a God, why, why does he allow things like this to happen? Why are people suffering? Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I listened and I answered his questions. And uh, I made some statements and I encouraged him to, uh, to go read the Bible and I gave him some verses. And uh, we promised to hook up again once he's done looking at those passages. And so people do have questions when events like yesterday happen in this life and in this world. Um, we also need, I also want to encourage us, those of us that have kids to take some time to talk to them um, because uh, some of them are afraid now to get back on the train. Uh, yesterday's uh, event was very traumatic uh, for us adults. And I can only imagine how our kids must be feeling. And um, it was very encouraging. You know, I didn't even know something had happened. Uh, I found out just before we started staff meeting. And, you know, a lot of the evangelists from several of the other regions were texting and calling making sure that uh, we're all okay in Brooklyn and uh, the elders also, you know, got a hold of us and uh, Christians from all over the country and really even from, from Africa and other places and Europe, texting how people in Brooklyn doing. And so I was, I was able to give them an update, but uh, people are thinking about us and praying for us. And uh, we're gonna continue to march on because uh, God, God is our father. And so tonight I wanna talk quickly about how to make sense of traumatic events uh, like we experienced yesterday as Christians and how we can help people that don't know God and have no hope in this world. And so I've titled my lesson tonight, very short, I've titled it tonight, Trying to Process, Trying to Process. Again, yesterday was very traumatic and understandably so. The Bible talks a lot about evil. It really does. And um, when events like yesterday happen, what I try to do is I go to God first. 
uh, as I try to make sense of what I'm experiencing and what is, what is going on. And you say, why? The reason I do that is because God is omniscient. That is, he's all-knowing. Okay? The events yesterday and events like that, that caused trauma to a lot of people, uh, did not take God by surprise. He knew he, it was going to happen. And, um, and that gives me a lot of comfort. Because believe it or not, there are a lot of things that God prevents from happening that we and I will never know about or even see until we get to the other side. And if you're like me, it's okay to say, you know, Father, you know, why, why, why didn't you stop this? And uh, I'm not sure that, you know, myself or yourself will ever get the answers that we're looking for uh, from God when things like this happen. Uh, but I am thankful that uh, no one lost their lives yesterday. Um, the man apparently fired from news accounts about 33 shots. Uh, a ton of people were wounded, uh, but nobody was killed. And somewhere along the line, he's, he's gone, jammed. And uh, I, I don't believe that was accident. I believe that was totally God. And when the, when the train got to, I believe it was the 36th Street Station, uh, the doors opened and a lot of people were able to get out. And he also got out. And uh, that was how I was able to escape. But praise God, like I said earlier, a few minutes ago, uh, he's now in custody. And uh, I'm sure he's going to be put away for the rest of his life. Uh, but uh, tonight, three quick thoughts. And then we're going to go into our breakout rooms and have a time of prayer together. Three quick thoughts. The first thing I want to say tonight is the fact that we live in a fallen world. We live in a fallen world. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, again, we're very familiar with the passage where it talks about way in the beginning. It says there was war in heaven. And then in verse 12, it says, Therefore rejoice, you heavens and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He says he is filled with fury because he knows that his time is short. I talked about this some on Sunday. We know the account in Genesis chapter 3. When Satan showed up in the Garden of Eden and got Adam and Eve to disobey God. Events like this will continue to happen, brothers and sisters, because we live in a fallen world. The devil is real. Yes, he's not all-powerful. Yes, he's not all-knowing. Yes, he's not God. He's actually one of three archangels that the Bible talks about. The other two are Michael and Gabriel. This devil, this, 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 this quote-unquote Satan, used to be an archangel. And then he was tossed out of heaven. And then he came down here. And he's been making war on God's offspring ever since. Satan is a created being. And this fallen world we live in, believe it or not, is supposed to be a temporary residence. That's why scripture talks about how you and I are aliens and strangers in this world. This is not our home. Our permanent home is in heaven where there will be no evil. Why? Because Satan cannot operate there. Satan will be destroyed in Gehenna. That's what it tells us in Revelation chapter 20, verse 10. Revelation 20, verse 10. And so this is not it. This is, this is not our world. And this world that we live in here, you know, is, is just for a short period of time. And it's falling. And we need to accept that fact. 
It's a hard thing to accept. But we live in a falling world. Now, God in his mercy protects us from all kinds of evil every day. There are a lot of things that should come our way and don't. Because God is at work. God is protecting his own. God is protecting us as his children. And so we can take comfort in that. That yes, we live in a fallen world, but God is on our side and he's taking care of us every single day. The second thing I want to talk about very quickly again is the fact that evil will not prevail. Evil will not prevail. In 1 John chapter 3, 1 John chapter 3, in the second part of verse 8. 1 John 3, in the second part of verse 8, it simply says, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. That was why Jesus came into this world in the first place. It was to destroy everything that Satan came to do in this world. And like I said, on Sunday, chapters 1 and 2 is creation. Chapter 3 is the fall. And from chapter 3 all the way down to Revelation 21 is redemption. And then Revelation 22, we see the new creation. All right? The work of Satan is being dismantled by Jesus. Day by day. This was the reason Jesus came into this world. To redeem us from this messed up life. And from this messed up temporary existence. Brothers and sisters, you and I know how this story ends. Why? Because we've read the entire Bible. We've read the book. We know that at the end, God wins. And so as a result of that, we know that evil will not prevail. And because of that, you and I, we can have peace because we know the outcome. We know how this story ends. There's no need to be anxious. There's no need for you and I to worry because the devil is going to bite the dust. Scripture tells us that, and you believe it, and I believe it too. Jesus, brothers and sisters, is the only answer to this sick and messed up world. He's always been the answer. And we have an incredible opportunity to really continue to, to spread the gospel. You know, scripture tells us that you and I need to be always prepared to give an answer for the hope that we profess. I believe with all my heart that evil will not have the last word. Because my Bible tells me so. And finally, number three, very quickly. Light shines brightest in the darkness. Light shines brightest in the darkness. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, it says, You are the light of the world, talking about you and me. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father who is in heaven. What an incredible time as Christians, as children of God, to let our light shine in our neighborhoods, at our workplaces, in our schools, with the parents of you know, uh, other kids in our, in our, in our, in our uh, kids' schools and stuff like that. What a tremendous opportunity 
for you and I to make our light truly shine. Simply asking people on your job or in your neighborhood or in your apartment building, hey, how are you? How are you doing? How are you processing what happened yesterday? Something as simple as that. You can even ask, what can I pray for you about? A lot of people are traumatized. They may not show it, but on the inside, they're really afraid. And I, I don't know about you. Yesterday's events took me back to some trauma I experienced several years ago. And it was almost as if I was going through the experience all over again. And so you want to you wanna take a few donuts to work tomorrow? Go ahead and do it. On Friday, check on your neighbor. Start a conversation. Again, like um, Mike Facey uh, told us a few minutes ago when he was making the announcements, you know, Sunday is Easter. I know a lot of people in this world where they, they go to church only twice a year. Easter, excuse me, and, and at Christmas. What a tremendous time to, to, to use that opportunity to invite people to church. You know, I saw a neighbor yesterday. I hadn't seen him in months. And, uh, you know, I, I brought up my car very quickly. And I said, hey, dude, Sunday is Easter, man. I want you to come to church. And he smiled and, and took the card. I pray he comes. But what a tremendous opportunity to use this time to really talk to people about the love of Christ. You and I, we have the answers. The answer to everything that ails this world is Jesus. We've always had it. And so, my brothers and sisters, it is time for our light to truly shine. The light of Christ within us needs to be shining. Uh, right now, Jimmy is going to put us in our breakout rooms. And um, I'd like for us to continue what we started last night, just praying for each other, praying for our city, praying for our country, praying for lost people. Um, I'm praying for each other that God will give us peace, that God will continue to protect us. If you want to just read a short passage, that's also fine. And uh, you don't want to pray, that's also, that's also okay. But uh, I know that prayer is very powerful. And, you know, Scripture promises that where two or three or more are gathered, you know, in their midst he is. And so I'm very thankful for this opportunity we, we have tonight to continue what we've started. Uh, we're going to, Jimmy is going to put us in, uh, I believe uh, it's going to be about 20 minutes. And so let's, let's have a great time of prayer and just uh, cry now to God and asking and begging God to continue to watch over us, to continue to watch over our city and our country. And uh, let's be praying for other people. Uh, I'm very thankful that uh, my Dahlia is home and she's, 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 she's well. I'll be praying for her. Uh, she's, uh, she's shaking up, as you can imagine. I understand that uh, one of our sisters, our son, was in the in the in the car behind uh the subway car behind where the incident happened and so uh we, we just need to be praying for each other and let's make sure that we continue to be there for one another and so uh thank you so much again for for being here tonight and may god continue to watch over us all and uh, at this time jimmy is going to put us in our breakout rooms let's have a wonderful time of prayer god bless you all